0: Hello and welcome to Business Barbells and Babies. This is the podcast where we will go far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Ro Hawley and I'm going to be sharing this time with you. We're going to be jumping into the real life shit, the struggles, the challenges, the real conversations that we need to have in order to not only navigate through the industry, but thrive and make a fucking killing. Let's have some fun. Hello and welcome to episode number 30. Now, today's one is a big one. It's a big reflection one. So I want you to try and enter this episode um, with a lens on of I want to address some things that are holding me back because I want to get further along or I want to achieve something that I'm not currently achieving. So today's episode, limiting beliefs. Um, we will start to look at what they are, how they're appearing in your life, but more importantly, how you can actually get through them. Um, and yeah, well, okay, this one has been like on repeat in my life with clients for the last month at least. Um, and I definitely know that it's been very, it's very been very topical right now because uh, we're living in a state of like unease, fear. There's a lot of stuff right now with the current climate, obviously with the pandemic. There's a lot of feelings of anxiety, stress, overwhelm, fear, scarcity. A lot of that kind of stuff is already present because of what's going on. And when we've got limiting beliefs, those feelings that are already present in our bodies, they're like a perfect fucking breeding ground for limiting beliefs to grow. So I know that's why I'm having these conversations a lot right now, um, because the state of life is is very um, uneasy for a lot of people. So we're going to talk about that today. um, And I really hope that by the end of this episode, you can understand some tangible steps that you can do if you're wanting to actually work through it. So limiting beliefs, um, quite literally, as they say, they are beliefs that we hold that limit us in some way. Um, And limiting beliefs can be present in any area of our life. Um, And they're obviously going to be different from person to person. Limiting beliefs will typically appear in someone's life in an area in which they feel unhappy with or unfulfilled with or unsatisfied with. So you'll notice that limiting beliefs will typically be those things in our life that we want to change or we want to improve, okay? Um, And... Like I said, when you've got initial feelings underneath it because of environmental or because of the thoughts that we have naturally going through our head or experiences that we're living, um, whenever we have those beliefs that might already be present, they're going to like be lit on fire when we have those feelings of unease, of stress, of overwhelm. So that's why right now, if you're going to resonate with some of this stuff, it's quite common because it's that breeding ground of life right now for a lot of us. So limiting beliefs, like I said, they are beliefs that we hold that limit us in some way. Now, when I say that, they limit us in some way. This is obviously person dependent. So limiting beliefs will be around, um, they'll be present in those areas of our life where we want to change them or we want a different outcome. Um, And a way to kind of think about limiting beliefs and where they might be present is you want to go, well... Where do I actually want to go? And when I say, where do you want to go? What is the goal you want to achieve? And that's going to be relevant to that person. That's kind of going to be like an arrow that's pointing you in the right direction of where you might find some limiting beliefs. Okay. So obviously for clients that would come to us, um, they're typically coming to us for health and fitness goals. So a lot of the time people want to change health and fitness goals or pursue health and fitness goals. Um, there's sometimes can be a lot of scarcity and a lot of, Um, a lot of thoughts around I'm wanting to change things, I'm wanting to achieve goals because of that negative state. That's not always the case. Um, A lot of people also want to achieve goals out of an empowered state as well. Um, But typically a lot of people, if you're working with a lot of general population, um, limiting beliefs will be present when they've got health and fitness goals. Um, If you're a coach, um, limiting beliefs can be very much present if you're wanting to achieve a particular goal with your business and you're not getting there. Um, If you're wanting to achieve a specific outcome, whether it's for your clients or whether it's obviously for your business growth, limiting beliefs can often be present there if you're not achieving the results that you're after. So limiting beliefs can kind of look like the following. Um, They start with precursors typically. And the precursors of limiting beliefs can be things like, I can't, "um," it's too hard, I don't know. I can't, I'm not good enough, it's not good enough, um, I don't have, I don't have time, I don't have money, I don't have experience, Um, what would other people think, what would she think, I can't do it because of the other person, precursors like that will typically have a limiting belief that exists after those initial words, Um, and You know, you will find that limiting beliefs will keep coming up on repeat in your language patterns if you say them externally or if you internalize your thoughts, you will find that they'll come up if you start to, you know, jump into those thoughts, you'll hear them in your internal dialogue quite a lot. Okay, so that's some ways to start identifying limiting beliefs. Now, where do they actually come from? Um, limiting beliefs can come from a, a range of different uh, different ways. Um, we know that limiting beliefs can come from childhood. Um, they can come from uh, you know the the experiences that we've lived in the past. Um, they can come from how our our environment, how our life has been dictated, how. You know, all the things that we've done previously, a big one that can create limiting beliefs is the, is the experiences that we've had. And typically, if they haven't been a positive experience or they haven't been the result that we're after, um, they can create limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs can also come from influences, So parents, um, typically people of more dominance or of more authority, um, we can get them from there. We can also get them from society, from societal norms, from expectations on self, of people. Um, They can be, you know, we can be molded and our beliefs can be molded from so many different areas. Um, Now, the thing about limiting beliefs and the reason we actually want to address this topic is because of the outcomes that they influence. So when we hold a limiting belief, um, we hold this belief to be true, and it limits us in some way. It limits our capacity to achieve a particular goal that we might be after. And we want to we want to address these limiting beliefs because we'll find that people will chase a goal, right? Or people will want an outcome to be achieved, and they're not they're not getting those things. They're not reaching those goals, and they wonder why over and over again, no matter what they're doing. Um, they just can't seem to make it work, and they just can't seem to get their, you know, butt into gear. And why is it that they never achieve anything? So, limiting beliefs can quite literally limit us, which limit the results that we are we are after. And that's why we want to address these thoughts and these beliefs that we hold. Um, you know, you might have people that don't want to achieve anything, and that's okay. Um, but typically, the people that we deal with, because we're coaches, will d- typically deal with clients and, and deal with people that do want something more for themselves and do want to achieve something. So, um because they want to have those outcomes, and because sometimes they won't be achieving those outcomes, we need to help to we need to help them address the reasons why they're not achieving it. And we also want to address some of these things that might be present that's stopping them from doing the actions that they know they need to be doing in order to get the outcome that they're after. Um, and this is where the beliefs will lie. So when we hold a belief, this is the funny thing about beliefs is that if you think about it, a belief is just a thought. And we as people have the ability to change our thought just like click of the finger. Like I can literally think one thing now and then in another hour's time um, if I choose to. If I have control over my thoughts, I can think something completely different. And the thing with beliefs is that they feel so powerful. They feel like they control you so much. But the reality is, is that they're simply a thought that we have the power to change. And if you you know if you hold these thoughts and if you let them live because they 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 have so much power over us, if we hold them and we don't address them, they quite literally dictate the outcome of our life and outcomes of the goals that we're after. Um, and and so the thing is is that limiting beliefs. We have got some strategies in which we can do in order to start start moving into it. But a lot of people don't go there because the beliefs feel so real. They feel like they are legitimate. And that's one of the funny things about limiting beliefs is that they they feel like they they are real. They feel like it's true. And it feels like you can't get through them. And so when we're, when we're holding that belief, because it's so big and it's so powerful, we don't even do anything to address it. We don't touch it with a 10-foot pole. However, when we start to address the beliefs and we start to move into the practice and the steps that we can do to get through the beliefs, we start to realize that, oh, shit, it's actually not as bad as I thought, or it's actually not as... Painful. It's not as scary as I thought. Um, And this is why when someone starts challenging beliefs one time and then they start to get some positive experiences, they can start to typically do it over and over again um, because they start to see that, oh, this thing that I thought was holding me previously, well, it wasn't true actually. And I do have the ability to work through it. Um, And this is a cool thing about when we start to tackle it and when we start to understand these these steps that we can do, it's going to be a skill set that you use over and over again. So whether it's with clients where when you're actually helping them to get through their beliefs or with yourself, limiting beliefs will, you'll dissipate one of them and you'll get through one of them, but they'll keep coming up. Um, you know the nature of living is that we have got challenges that come up all the time with life. We have fears that come up, um, and it's not like these these things are always going to happen in life. So it's not like we're going to do this the strategy one time and then it's a, a set and forget. We're always going to be sharpening the sword on limiting beliefs. So this is why this t- topic is so so relevant. Now, when I talked about the precursors of limiting beliefs, so I can't, um, don't have enough time, don't have enough money, experience, I'm not good enough. Um, It's too hard. All of those precursors, I'm going to talk about some of the common ones that I'm hearing right now and the consequences of them. So in coaching, so obviously most of you guys are coaches that listen to this episode, uh, listen to this podcast, common things that I'm hearing with limiting beliefs. Coaching abilities. I'm hearing a lot of coaches say, I don't have the experience to be doing that. I don't have the experience or I don't have the knowledge to be able to do that. Um, I don't have what it takes to be able to change my model. I don't have the experience to charge that price. Um, I don't have the knowledge to be able to help her. Why can't, I get her results. I'm just not good enough. I'm hearing those type of things with coaches in terms of their coaching practices and their abilities. And then I'm also hearing things like on a business realm, I don't have enough skills to be able to change my model to charge that price. Um, I don't have enough time to be investing in growing um, my, my social media following. I don't have enough... I don't have enough time to be investing on content delivery for my clients. I don't have enough experience to be getting up on video and putting anything on social media. Um, what would he think? What would she think if I like talk about hinging? Because I, I, I'm not really like fully confident on talking about that. I mean, what would they think if I get up there and say the wrong word? Um, I'm just, I'm not good enough to run this level of business. I'm not good enough to like, run a business where I charge this amount. Um, I just don't have the skills. So I'm hearing those type of things, um, on a business realm. It's, it's always about money and it's always about experience. And it's always, the last one is about fucking confidence, um, to be able to execute some of these things that people want to do. Um, and the thing is, when we talk about, let's go down the route of, um, the, the business one. When I'm hearing these things and these beliefs that people have, Beliefs that we hold true influence our behavior. So if we believe these things to be true, we don't do the actions that we know will help us to grow and build those qualities. So I don't have the skills to be charging the price that I want to charge. The limiting belief we hold it, we don't even touch it. We don't even then look at what the skills, what we perceive as skills that we need to get better at. We don't even have a look at some courses that we could do to get better. Um, we don't even look at our shortfalls in terms of our coaching abilities or look at our skill sets and start to like make that bullshit and start to actually do things to grow our skill sets. Because when we have that belief, we believe it's true and we take zero action to do anything to make it the opposite. And that's the power of limiting beliefs. They influence our actions because we think they are true. And what happens from that is that coach still knows, still believes she doesn't have the skill set, doesn't do the things in order to gain gain the skill sets, doesn't do the things in order to build her qualities as a coach. Therefore, she can't charge the higher price. Therefore, she can't have the business growth that, that, that she's after. When she doesn't do those things, she confirms her bias and she just stays where she's at and the belief reigns true. Okay? Now limiting beliefs. They feel true, they feel real, but they can be pushed through. And the stuff I'm going to look at now is five steps that we can actually address in order to start challenging the beliefs. So, First and foremost, step one, when you want to move through and move into a limiting belief to change the outcomes of where you're at now, you want to obtain a result that is different to where you currently are. Step one, identifying the limiting belief. This is the hardest step. Now, I would... I would. No, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to encourage you. Well, I'm going to encourage you, but I would suggest, highly suggest that you do this with someone, this first step with someone that you can trust. Now, you can do this step in journaling. You can do this in the safety of your own thoughts in your own home. However, if you want to get an outcome now and if you want to start challenging this truly, get someone that can give you another perspective and help you through the shit. So identification is bringing awareness to the beliefs that you hold and labeling that. If you can't identify the problem, you cannot get into a solution. This part is hard because it requires you to get really fucking honest with yourself and it requires you to start cutting the shit with yourself and realize that you're holding excuses and you're holding beliefs that are influencing your results. So the way to think about this and if you're doing this with the person is to gain identification and and identify the uh, belief is tell someone, this is where I want to get this is where I am now and these are the reasons that I believe I'm not getting there. Okay? And just let that conversation flow. That's it. Step 2. This is this is shit step 2. This is step 2 is all about accepting and exploring the emotions and recognizing the consequences of the belief that you're holding. Accepting and exploring and sitting in the emotions is uncomfortable as shit. So when I'm wanting to do this work on myself, um, I can I can call myself out on my shit. But sometimes I do need to have someone else with me. Um, when I'm there, I'm going and recognizing how it makes me feel inside, visceral feelings, and then physical body feelings. I get sick in my stomach. I lose my appetite. I get like a red neck. I get sweaty. My hands get sweaty. My feet get sweaty. My breath gets a little bit short. When I'm sitting in these emotions and when I'm starting to address where I am now, where I want to be, and maybe the reasons that I'm not getting there, things come up. The real reasons come up why I'm not achieving the goals that I'm after. And I need to sit in those thoughts. I need to sit in those feelings and be with it and feel it because I want to know that when these things keep coming up in the future, i got a skill set to sit in those uncomfortable feelings. And the reason I know all those things that I just listed is because I've sat in these beliefs myself, okay? And when we sit in them, it's like you're going to want to jump out of them. So, you know, wise words here that you're going to want to escape them. And you're going to find reasons, legitimate reasons to escape them. If you're working with someone, you might say, look, I just, I need some time to process this. Can I loop back with you tomorrow? Or look, I've got to go and do this now, or I can't, I can't go there because I've got too much, too many things to do right now. Those are all just ways that your body, your mind is trying to help you get out of the uncomfortable feeling. And there are legitimately some times when it's like, you know what, if I'm coaching someone through this, yeah, that's I get it. Like, let's loop back tomorrow if it's new work for them. Um, but if it's someone that I've been working with for, for a while and/or maybe even it's a new client and they have been trying to get the same goal over and over again and they're not getting it, I'll say to them, look, I know it's uncomfortable, but what you're trying to do now is you're trying to get out of these thoughts and you're trying to run from it, but you want to get somewhere else. And the feelings that you're feeling now, if we exit this conversation and we loop back tomorrow, it's not going to be as powerful, which is going to be better for you. Because you don't have to experience this uncomfortableness with me and these feelings in your body. However, it's not going to be as powerful. And we can't start to tackle it. Like we want to sit here now. We've done the hard work of getting into these feelings. So let's keep moving in. And then what we want to do is, like I said, is we want to start building leverage on our shit. And so we do want to. We do want to start to identify um, the consequences of this belief. So the belief that you hold that you don't have enough skills to charge that price. What are the consequences? You are not earning what you want to earn every single week. You are not increasing your client numbers. You are not getting your clients fucking results. You are not growing your business. In fact, your business is losing. Your clients are not getting results and you keep dropping clients. So the consequences of you holding this belief is that your growth is actually fucking dropping. Um, And if you hold on to this belief, what is going to keep happening? So you want to get, you know, you want to go there. And I know that part is hard, but it has to get harder before it gets easier. And we have to build enough leverage on ourselves in order to realize that we need to make a change. We need to see that what we are doing is impacting where we want to go. Now, the third thing that we want to do is we want to start challenging our beliefs. So you don't have enough skills to charge what you want to charge and you don't have enough skills to be you know, doing that as a coach or get your clients results, well, we need to look at the skills that you already have now and we need to actually recognize that there are skills there because you're not as dumb as you think and you're not as bad as a coach as you think. You're not as shit as you think you are. But that belief is making you think otherwise. So let's have a look at the clients that you've worked with. How have you got them good results? How have you grown your business? Show me the positive like the positive evidence that suggests and shows us, not suggest actually, take that back. Show me the positive evidence that tells us that you're full of shit and that you do have the skills and that you do have the knowledge and that you can help clients and that you can grow your business. Because if you didn't have evidence, you wouldn't be here right now. Okay. So you really want to challenge yourself and you want to search for the exact opposite of what that belief is telling you. So search for the skills. Do you know how to teach? Do you know how to troubleshoot squats? Well, yes, Ro, I do. Do you know how to write a really fucking good program? Yes, Ro, I do. Do you know how to have a conversation with a client and make her feel comfortable in the gym? Yes, Ro, I do. Well, then you know what? Let's or it, let's keep going because Your belief is not true. There are more things there, and I'm not just pulling it out to make you feel better. We are seeing the evidence of what your actions display. Now, step number four, you want to start reframing your beliefs. So you're wanting to go from, I'm not a good coach. I don't have enough skills to, I do have enough skills. I am a good coach. And you want to start moving into that, I can, proving it wrong, not just proving it wrong for the sake of proving it wrong, but bringing the evidence that is there, that's happened previously, okay? Because it will be there if you search for it, and you want to start reframing. Now, in order to back up step number three and four, which is challenge your challenging your beliefs and reframing your beliefs... The way to consistently do this is through step five. Now, you need to take consistent action against the belief. So if you feel like you're not a good enough coach and you don't have the skill sets to be charging that higher price, what actions can you be taking to push against that belief? Okay. If you don't have enough skill sets and you don't think you have enough skill sets as a technical coach, the action you can be taking is reading every single day, 15 minutes around squat mechanics. 15 minutes around programming, 15 minutes around anatomy, you need to be taking consistent action against that belief to start proving and start actually building the skill sets that you want to hold on to, like that you want to start building the skill sets that are wrapped around that um, limiting belief. You've got to take consistent action against the belief because it's kind of like two channels. One of those channels is going to come through louder. And if it's the limiting belief channel, then what are the consequences of that? You don't grow your business. Your clients don't get results. You lose clients. Your business is going to shit. Or the other channel, I am a good coach. I can learn to get better technically. I am good at programming. I'm going to learn this new programming style. I'm going to learn this I'm going to learn this new skill set. Whatever it might be, you need to choose the channel because one of them is going to win, okay? You have to take consistent action against the limiting belief. And this is not just one time. It's not a set and forget. If you want to get an outcome that you're not getting now and you know you've got a belief present, you have to do it daily. Like, I'm serious. You've got to show up and give it a little chip away every single day. You have to turn the, not, like the little volume up on that channel, which is opposite to the limiting belief. Okay? So I'm going to go through those steps again. Five steps if you want to start tackling limiting beliefs because you're sick of where you are and you want to change the outcomes and you want to get the goals that you're telling us. You want to get the goals that you're telling yourself. Step number one, hardest one, identifying, bringing awareness to it and labeling it. Step number two, also very fucking hard, sitting in the emotions, exploring the emotions Building leverage on yourself and bringing up the consequences of that belief. Look at the impacts of how that belief is playing out in your life, playing out in your business. Step number three, challenge your beliefs. Challenge the exact opposite. Okay, where do you display those skills? Where have you had positive um, evidence previously that you are a skilled coach, then you want to start reframing your beliefs, and then you want to back up step number four, three, and four with step number five. You need to take consistent action to prove this belief wrong. One, two, three, four, five. Limiting beliefs are not as powerful as we think they are. Limiting beliefs can be changed, and what that means is that when you start tackling these beliefs. And when you start reframing them and taking consistent action against them, you can produce a different outcome to the one that you're in now. And you can get the result that you're after, which is different to where you're at now. But it does mean that you have to go through these five steps every day, every day. Oh my golly. And just be aware with limiting beliefs is once you've done this and you truly can get through it, it'll dissipate to an extent. If it's not truly gone, it'll come back up. These fuckers are very, very persistent. Now, once you've done and integrated and dissipated one limiting belief, something else will come up because life is full of fear. Life is full of challenges. There's always things going on. Life is always up and down, right? That's the beauty of living. We are human beings living in a, a volatile world. That's That's exciting to me. And when we let limiting beliefs win, We are scared of those things. We give these things too much power. The world is volatile. Day to day, it's challenging. There's highs, there's lows, there's summer, there's winter. You know it, right? However, if you want to control your shit and you want to get your outcomes, you want to achieve your goals, you want to earn X amount, you want to get your clients' results, you want to get your own results, then you've got to do this over and over and over again. The more you do it, I fucking can guarantee you, like you you'll see that it's not that hard I mean no actually I lie it is hard you'll see that it's not it's not like you'll see that you can do it like you'll see that it's not impossible but it does mean that you've got to take consistent action against this against this stuff okay so that's what I want you to do is I want you to start exploring these steps with limiting beliefs because I know like I talk with coaches every fucking day and when I hear these beliefs that they're holding and how it just impacts their life so much. It's it's not sad. Um that's not the word. It's it's like, I can just see so much potential in these people and they're letting these thoughts win over and over again. And that's not a journey for me to go through. It's a journey for them to go through. And and if they go through it themselves, then that's a real fucking test of character because not everyone does it. But I know that when you go through these things, holy shit, you can have the life that you desire. You can have the business that you're after. Because my fucking life, previous to, I would say, definitely the last four years, it was full of fucking shit of limiting beliefs. I'm not good enough. I can't do that. Who am I to own a gym? Who am I to get up on a stage? Who am I to fucking do a podcast? who am I to earn this much? I can't fucking get my client's result. You know what? Yes, I fucking can over and over and over again. So you got to choose your channel. Okay. Get stuck in and I'll speak with you next week. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you got some good stuff out of this episode and you're ready to take the learnings and apply it to your own business. If you want to get in contact with me, send me a message through Instagram or send me an email, Rasheen H on Instagram or Rasheen at barbellbabesbrigade.com.au. Speak with you soon. Okay, bye.